Hi, my name is Andrea Jansen, and I am on a mission to help people be ambitious at work every single day. That means you're fulfilled, you're productive, and you're contributing to your company. I'm a certified executive coach that has an MBA, a diversity consultant, a Forbes contributor, a business leader, a wife, and a mother of three. This podcast is about tackling hard topics like the gender gap in the workplace. It's about asking the questions that everybody's thinking about, but doesn't want to say out loud. Each episode is like the sweet spot between motivation and tactical strategies to get you ahead. We get out of our comfort zones and we take action. This is where we learn, grow, and create opportunities. Welcome to the Ambition Theory Podcast. This week, I'm sharing a rebroadcast from April of 2020. The reason I'm sharing this is that I want you to know that you don't have to do everything alone. In fact, the most successful people that I know don't. It actually took me a while to embrace the concept of asking for help, but it's made my life and my career so much better. This is especially important if you are a leader. When you're leading a team and providing support to them, who is there to support you? In this episode, I pull back the curtain and share what it looks like for me to ask for help. On this episode, I'm actually taking you behind the scenes and I'm going to give you an update on how I have been faring in this crisis in my personal life and in my professional life with my business. So before we dive in, I want to take you back to what was happening with me and my career at the beginning of March. Things were going amazing. I was actually taking my career to the next level. I was focused on scaling my business. I had just done my very first live podcast recording. You can actually listen to it. It is season two, episode eight. I had just ended the winter cohort of my coaching program, Reignite Your Ambition. It's almost two years old, and I was celebrating how amazing the women in my class, in my group were feeling about the results that they were getting from my program. And I was really looking forward to April where I had two keynote speeches booked. And this was a big deal for me because I have been a secondary speaker. You know, at a conference, they have those speakers in the breakout room. I've been doing that for a few years, working towards this goal of being on the main stage, being a main speaker. And it was going to happen two times in the month of April. I was going to get all of this exposure for my business and this entrepreneurial dream of mine was about to come true. And then the pandemic happened. My speeches got canceled, school got canceled, and I was like, what am I going to do? If you've listened to my podcast before, you know I am all about taking action and like right away taking action. At the end of every episode, I say, I ask my guests the question, what action can people take within 24 hours to implement what you learned? So I knew that I needed to take action and that action was make a new podcast season. I didn't think about it very long. I just reached out to my network and asked people that I knew that could potentially help me get through this crisis if they would come on and I could interview them. And this podcast was all about how to thrive in uncertain times. So, so far we have 10 episodes and I wanted to share with you today what I learned. And I am a mom, I have three kids, I have a partner that is still working and I am running my business 
and trying to grow it all at the same time. So the first thing I want to share with you that I learned is that mindset is everything. I learned this concept called above the line thinking versus below the line thinking. And I'd heard about it before, but I realized that now more than ever, we need this principle. And so above the line thinking is about abundance. Below the line thinking is about scarcity. Below the line is about playing the victim. Above the line is being the victor. It's really about when you are thinking above the line, you are curious, you are asking questions, you are taking action, you are looking for opportunities, you are taking ownership, and you are creative. Below the line is about blaming others, thinking about all the reasons why something can't be done, and really not moving forward, retreating to where you are. And it's interesting because my job as a coach has always been to help people see opportunities, to open them up to new possibilities, to really keep them thinking above the line, because actually that is where people get results. And it always has been that way. And it sounds amazing, but right now it is really hard to stay above the line in your thinking because there's a lot of scary, negative things happening in the world. And I want to give you one tool that will help you get there. And that tool is gratitude. And it's really, really simple. All you have to do is every day write down something that you are grateful for. That is it. And it will get you started thinking about more things that you're grateful for. It will get you started on being curious. It will get you started on seeing the world in a more positive light. And this is not something that I've just made up. This is actually science-backed. And you can listen to season one, episode 40. I interviewed my friend, Steve Foran, who has a business called Gratitude at Work. And he explained all the science behind gratitude and why you need to bring it to your professional self, to your meetings, and how it can change your life today. And it is even more important right now. And something that he taught me, and I've been in meetings with him before, and when he starts a meeting, he asks every single person in the meeting to go around and say one thing that they are grateful for, and that sets the tone. So right now, most people, I would say, when you start a meeting, they might be approaching the meeting from below the line. They might be a little bit negative. They might be a little bit stressed out. They might be a little bit scared. But if you ask someone, what are you grateful for? And you hear that from 10 other people in your meeting or even two other people in your meeting, it really shifts your thinking above the line. You can be more creative. Your meeting will be more more productive and people will generally be happier. So that is one tool that I want to share with you. And I've actually implemented that in every single one of my meetings now over the past three weeks. Every single meeting I do now starts with asking every single person what they are grateful for. So if you're feeling like a little bit nervous and you're not ready to do that with your work people, I want you to just start with yourself. And the cool thing is, In the Ambitious Everyday Journal, my journal that I launched before Christmas back in November, there is actually a gratitude page in the journal. It's in the printed copy that you can order on my website, but I actually changed the free PDF preview that you get if you sign up for my newsletter to include the gratitude prompt. So you need to go to my website right now, ambitiontheory.ca, and sign up and you will get a free PDF 
with 11 pages from the journal for free to your inbox and you can start practicing gratitude for yourself today because it works. And once you started doing it on yourself, then maybe start with your family, start with a friend and work your way up to doing it at work because trust me, it works and makes a huge difference. So that is the first thing that I've done. I practice gratitude every day and I make everybody I have a meeting with say something they're grateful for before we start talking about the other things we were meant to talk about. So the second thing that I have been doing is investing in myself. So when I work with clients, it is part of my job to keep them thinking above the line so that they can find opportunities, they can create a plan to take action. They don't pay me to engage them in negative thinking. They don't pay me to go to that level where they're feeling sorry for themselves. But sometimes for me, I need a person to do that for me. So I can do that as my job for other people. But by myself, it's really hard to actually do it on yourself. And to be honest, I was relying on friends a lot to do this with me before. So I have a lot of positive friends. I have a lot of people that are positive influences in my life, and I have been connecting with them online now. But right now, to be honest, it is not working. I cannot rely on my friends to keep me thinking above the line because it's hit or miss when I have a call with them. Are they going to complain? Are they going to be in a bad mood? Are they going to be looking to me to be that one to lift them up? And to be honest, I can't always be the positive person. I need someone to lift me up when I am going below the line, when I'm thinking negatively, when I'm feeling sorry for myself. I can't always be the positive person. And here's the thing about mindset. It is contagious. So if you're around negative people, you're going to start feeling negatively yourself. So what I've learned is the importance of investing in professional development right now. Before the pandemic happened, I was actually in a program with a business consultant and the focus was helping my business to scale. So it started out intensively where we met really often. There was a work in-person workshop and now we were meeting once a month. And I would say this has been critical to keeping me thinking about the line thinking positively and looking for opportunities because it is his job to keep me accountable and to keep me moving forward in my business, to help me come up with creative ideas, ideas to scale, to help me come up with ideas to keep my business moving forward, even though we're in the middle of a crisis. And I think if I didn't have this, I don't think I would have been able to keep my business moving forward. I don't think I'd be able to keep recording these podcasts because I wouldn't have the energy. I wouldn't have the positivity in me to serve other people. So the second thing I did to invest in my own professional development, because I know I can't do this by myself right now. The world is hard and I need people who are in my corner pushing me forward holding me accountable to take action and really be creative on ways that I can move my career forward right now. So the second thing I did was I signed up for a marketing program with Caitlin Borgoyne, and this was a really amazing program. So in Nova Scotia, where I live, there's this organization called NSBI that helps small businesses grow. So I want to give them a shout out to thank NSBI for supporting my company in this program. And I also want to give a shout out to Caitlin Borgoyne because you are the marketing queen. 
You are inspiring me to serve my audience in a better way, to be creative and really show up for people in a way that I can help them when we're in this crisis. So I am loving this marketing program. And what it is, it was two three-hour workshops. They were virtual and it is weekly group coaching calls for 90 days. And this is key for me because it is Caitlin's job to help me figure out my marketing right now. Because marketing is hard during the regular times. But now when people are really sensitive, where there's a lot of fear going on right now, marketing is even harder. So I have her in my corner helping me to figure this out. The, the other thing is I have these group coaching calls where I am meeting with other business owners every single week who are taking action to move their businesses forward. So I'm surrounding myself with people who have committed to keep their business moving forward, pivoting if they need to, and not giving up, even though it would be really easy to give up right now. And to be honest, that motivation is really contagious. So when you are around positive people, when you are around people who have committed to grow, who have committed to expand their businesses, who have committed to not give up, that attitude actually goes on to you. Whereas on the flip side, if you're surrounded by people who are giving up, if you're surrounded by people who are blaming others, if you're surrounded by people who are feeling sorry for themselves, it's really easy to fall into that mindset yourself. So I am so grateful that I made the decision quickly to invest in professional development to help me thrive during this crisis. So the third thing that I want to talk about is reframing your thoughts. So I talked about that live podcast that I recorded at the beginning of March. It was at an event called Celebrating Ambition. And at that event, I met Alethea Pimenta. And I actually interviewed her on this podcast about how to manage fear and anxiety during this crisis. It is season two, episode six. So you can go back and listen to that one. Alethea is the most innovative therapist I have ever met in my life. And she taught me this one really powerful reframe that has changed the way I look at this crisis. And that is, you need to ask yourself the question, how did this show up before? It's based on this idea that whatever challenge you are facing today, it's probably not a new one. It is probably something that you have faced before. It is just amplified right now because we are in the middle of a crisis. And I'm going to share a personal example with you, and I'm also going to share a professional example. So my personal example is cleaning the house. Myself, my partner, my children, it is causing us a lot of tension right now. We've never been good at keeping our house clean. And how we faced this challenge before is we had a cleaner come in every week to take that on for us. And now our cleaner can't do it. And I know people have chore charts. I've seen all the ways and we've tried a lot of those things and they weren't really working. And so what it's actually come down to is we recognize that this is hard. We recognize that this is a challenge for our family. And what we're doing about it is we set aside one day a week where we all double down. We tidy everything up. We do the whole house at one time. And yes, We recognize it's a challenge and this gave us an opportunity to take ownership of it, take action and really do something about it 
instead of staying in that state where we're complaining all day long, blaming other people because they don't clean up, clean up after themselves. And because that really robs us from joy, robs us from enjoying our life and robs us from opportunity to be creative. My professional example happened the minute after I stopped recording the podcast interview that I did with Olethea. So I had done a bunch of proposals to companies before the pandemic hit and Alethea asked me, how's your business going? And I said, you know what? I'm wondering, is it appropriate for me to follow up on these proposals with everything that is going on right now? And she said, Andrea, how did this show up before? And she really called me out on this thing that I always get nervous when I need to follow up on a proposal. This isn't a new problem. I just need to be a little bit more creative. I need to be a little bit more sensitive in my approach to following up. So this is such a powerful tool that I've been using since the pandemic hit. How have I faced this before? And the last thing I want to talk about is really doubling down on what ambition means to you, both personally and professionally. So that means figuring out what's really important to you. You might be at home right now, so it's a really great time to be a little bit more introspective and figure out what are you even striving for? What is that thing that's going to light your fire, that it's going to motivate you to wake up every day and keep going? For me, ambition is about adventure and achievement. And you got to go below the surface to figure these out. It's not based on a job title. It's not based on how much money you make. It is really on something to the core what is going to motivate you? What's going to make you want to wake up, put in the work and make things happen? So I actually use the Ambitious Everyday journal myself every single day. And there is a page in the journal that asks you, how ambitious did I feel yesterday? And there's a scale on one to five. So it really helps you to understand and check in with yourself how you are feeling right now. And for me, adventure shows up in me trying new things. So I looked in my journal and I actually am sharing these things that I wrote last week in my journal. So interviewing cool people is something that really fueled my sense of adventure. So one of my interviews that I did, I'm really proud of, it's episode 10 with Jennifer Petriglieri, who is a business professor at INSEAD. And she wrote a book published by the Harvard Business Review Press called Couples That Work. And she is someone who I had been following and reading about for a long time. And I was so excited that I got to interview her on my podcast all the way from France. So that's how I've been doing it personally, uh, professionally. And actually personally, what I do is on the days where I'm feeling most ambitious, it's the days where I've left my house and gone on a bike ride and biked by somebody's house and either waved to them from the front porch or they've gotten out and we've had a little bit of a conversation from an appropriate distance. So that's how my adventure is showing up for me now and how I'm fueling it today, even though I'm stuck in my house 90% of the time. So the other thing that drives me is achievement. I really like to make things happen. I need a sense of accomplishment. And we are working on a brand new Ambition Theory website. It's going to be launching any day now. We are just checking the links right now to make sure it's all good. And working towards that, tracking the progress every day, how it's coming along, looking at new pictures, 
integrating the podcast, integrating the shop so people can buy the journal more easily through the website. That is really exciting to me. So checking off all those pieces is how I have been fueling my sense of achievement professionally during this pandemic. Personally, I love achievement. So something that really works for me is to sign up for running races and work towards that. But we don't know when races are going to be happening again. So that wasn't going to work for me. So I actually decided to commit to a 12-week regimented workout plan that has three set workouts a week. And every week, I need that endpoint. So I'm working every week. I get to check that workout off. And it's working for me because it feels like I've achieved something. And if you're listening to this podcast and you're like, great, Andrea, I'm going to bike around my neighborhood. I'm going to visit people's houses and I'm going to buy a 12-week workout plan. That is not what I want you to do. What I want you to do is go below the surface and figure out what ambition means for you because it's different for everybody. And if you don't know how to do this, I have an exercise in the Ambitious Everyday Journal that you can get. So go to ambitiontheory.ca and you can actually download 11 pages of the journal for free and I will walk you through the exercise to help you figure out what ambition means to you. And when you do download it, I want you to get started right away. A lot of people overthink it, but the fact is by writing the first thing that comes to mind, that actually gets you closer to your answer. You don't have to have the answer perfect before you write it down. Actually writing it down helps you figure out the answer. So just start writing. The next thing I want to talk about is that people think it's easy for me to do this, but I want to be completely transparent right now and say that it actually isn't. I am a human being. I get frustrated by the situation every single day. I get frustrated with my kids. I get frustrated by this concept of homeschooling and the curriculum that we've been given. I find it really confusing and I find it really overwhelming. I get frustrated with my partner. I also have moments very often where I think my small business isn't going to survive this crisis. Every single day, I shift between above the line and below the line thinking. But the reason that I can get back above the line is because I have put structures in place to do this. I use my journal every single day, the Ambitious Everyday Journal, because I know it works. And I actually have two journals. So I use my own and I use the Start Today Journal, which is another journal by Rachel Hollis. And I think the biggest thing for me is that I have taken ownership and I realize that I can't do this on my own. And I have invested in professional development so that I have people in my life whose job it is to help me find opportunities and keep moving forward. So now it's time for you to take action. And I actually have a big ask for you today. I want you to do something that might be out of your comfort zone. And that is, I want you to book a call with me. This is completely complimentary. And I'm going to help you figure out what structures you need in your life right now to thrive professionally and personally during this crisis. So go to ambitiontheory.ca slash book a call and we will talk on the phone or on video conference and we will figure out what you need to do right now to get your mindset right and what you can do to make sure you have people in your life helping you to move forward, keeping you positive, 
and being able to, so that you can see opportunities, you can step up and you can thrive, even though it's a really hard time right now. There is a lot happening at Ambition Theory right now. If you want to stay in the loop, make sure that you subscribe to our newsletter. It comes out every Sunday and it's a combination of motivation and strategy to help you and your company get ahead. When you sign up, you'll also get a free phone wallpaper that is a reminder to get out of your comfort zone because that is where the magic happens. Go to ambitiontheory.ca forward slash subscribe to sign up. Hi there. Before you go, I was wondering if I could ask you a huge favor. Can you click on iTunes and give the podcast a five-star review and also a comment? This would mean the world to me. It also helps us to spread the word about the podcast and attract higher profile guests. We want to be able to deliver thought leadership around diversity and inclusion every single week and having more reviews on iTunes will help us to do that and help us to keep the show going for free for you. So please head to iTunes right now, give us a five-star review and leave us a comment. Thanks so much.